Welcome to Shattered Dungeons, a podcast where we play an indie RPG called Shattered Dawn 2nd Edition every Tuesday night at twitch.tv slash tabletoptavern20. If you'd like more information or want to sign up for a playtest or a community night, simply go to shattertabletopgames.com and find more information there. If you'd like merchandise or to buy one of the books, you can go to shattertabletopgames.com slash shop. You can also follow us on all of our social media pages at Shattered Tabletop Games or Tabletop Tavern 20. Let's dive in. Welcome, everybody. It is not Tuesday night. It's Wednesday night, actually. Uh, but we are Shattered Dungeons, and we're playing an indie RPG called Shattered Dawn. Uh, most of the time, every Tuesday nights. But, uh, you know, the past couple of months, we've had some discrepancies there. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Uh, thanks for listening, and thanks for sharing. So uh, tonight, we have a fun continuation of our group Monstrous X. Hey, owned. Nice to see you. Uh, oh, thanks for the uh, the cheered bits there, uh, Reckless Fury, whoever you may be. <laughs> um, don't forget, uh, if you want to check out Shattered Dawn, it is available for free, the starter kit on drivethroughrpg.com. Uh, go there, just type in Shattered Dawn, uh, and it pops up. It's crazy how that works. Uh, so uh, tonight, uh, we are without Ray, uh, who had uh, some stuff going on. Um, Amy appears to also be either running late or held up at work, one of the two. Uh, but tonight we do have with us the ones and only uh, Alan playing Serix. Hello. And Dion playing Master Nunya tonight. Oh, that is correct. I am uh, Master Nunya. <laughs> Uh, hopefully we can get a random roll and get Jacques back, but, uh, who knows? Master Nunya's kind of a cool vibe for you, so... Uh, so let's, uh, kind of jump in head first. Uh, last time Monstrous X met, uh, <clears throat> they were sent into the Mage's Asylum in Clegg to deal with, uh, some issues to help the, uh, Archmage. Uh, and in doing so, politely and elegantly was able to persuade him into getting rid of the, uh, the ogre who was a thought experiment, uh, named Clib, and he sent him to, uh, a very... Uh, random desert town uh, and so last episode of the show uh, not of a monstrous X but uh, of Jack's Claw got to deal with the aftermath of uh, monstrous X's decision making which was uh, fun to see and sad to ex- experience in all honesty um, so tonight uh, we pick it up uh, let's call it a three to four days have passed at this point um, you have uh, kind of spent some time doing what, uh, Serix and uh, Master Nunya? Well, Master Nunya believes in a, a, a total mind, body, and soul routine. So he has been doing his calisthenics, push-ups, sit-ups, 
uh, jumping jacks, that sort of thing, running his laps. And uh, he's been studying in his uh, in this text. Oh, good. I like the idea of you're doing that in your very small home <laughs> in Clegg. <laughs> running laps around like a single 10 by 10 room. <laughs> well, no, no, he runs laps outside. Oh, okay. Oh, no, for that. <laughs> you know, that makes way more sense. I just like the imagery, really. <laughs> Two feet circles. Oh, yeah, just... <laughs> Like when you're on the phone and nothing to really do, so you just kind of like back and forth. Yeah, you're just pacing. Yeah, just real fast. Yep. Uh, What about Sterics? What has Sterics done in the past several days? Uh, Sleep, drink, and uh, work on his contacts in the market. Okay. Uh, so Stella has, uh, found herself, uh, kind of engaged with some of the, uh, the locals in the tavern district is that, yeah, we're in the tavern district. Um, and so she's been actually engaging with some of her contacts to, uh, train in some of the martial arts that they, uh, they've connected on. Uh, and while that's happened, uh, Ray Mahond has found himself belly up at the bar in the tavern, uh, you know, causing what you would expect from Raymond, you know, uh, some chaos, some bar fights. He took some kids into the tavern. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like something. It would well, did he take kids or did he come armed? Both and. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, about the third, maybe fourth day, uh, let's call it day four, uh, you are visited by your your leader, Lieutenant Orbo, and so you hear his telltale knock on the door. No one's home. I know that that's not true, and you know it too. You're, you're never fun to deal with. He creaks the I, door uh, open without even allowing I you to come sh- get I it. I should have locked it. Well, you missed the opportunity, so... I, I'll open the door for him. Okay. Uh, I mean, so, so far he's netted me a thousand gold. True. It's been a beneficial relationship. So as he walks in, he kind of takes you all in. Uh... He looks around, Raymond's and, uh, sorry, Raymond and Stella are, uh, they did not come to the door. They are currently asleep. Well, I guess you two are the only ones up, huh? Well, uh, yeah. What you see is what you get. You know, I find it odd, but I'm also not putting them past them. They seem like those that, you know, late nights and poor decision making occasionally. Yeah, hanging out with kids. Uh, well, I guess you two will do. I have a covert op mission. Uh, well, from Lord of Plague himself, really. Uh, it seems that your uh, knack for problem solving has made its way up the ladder. And Well, he's got a mission for you now. Does it pay? This one's a little bit more involved, so uh, you let's say two thousand gold each. Does that sound nice? Oh, that sounds real nice. Uh, can you tell us what more about the job itself? 
I'd yep. like to know whether or not I'll be able to spin this this gold. Of course. Uh, where you're going, you probably won't need to, but... Now, uh, do you remember that, that shard you retrieved from that merchant? Yes. Yes, the mirror. Oh, actually, no, I don't. We we had retrieved a, uh, <laughs> a, a shard of glass for this uh, leader of ours. I know you weren't present for. Wait, I thought. What are you talking about? Jacques was there. He went with you. No, if he would look, I'd look completely different, though, in terms of being a lot more muscular and bigger physically. So, I mean, I guess I still look like Jacques. Uh, yeah, you're just I'm, like I'm swole. sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm a swole. You were doing Jacques. some push-ups before you walked in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not technically speaking Jacques. Uh, I'm, I'm Master Nanya, and uh, pleased to make you acquaintance, sir. Uh, I, nice to meet you, I guess. Uh, that's very Jacques bizarre, to be I, honest. Uh, Jacques and I have a very uh, close relationship, and we often get confused. Uh, it's 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 fine. Uh, I will go in Jacques' stead for this two thousand dollars worth of uh, two thousand gold worth of work. Sounds good. I mean, twins. I guess they do things pretty much the same. So um, now uh, here's the deal. That shard is very important to my master. Uh, Lord Rodna declares that all of those shards be retrieved. And so that's really what you're going to do. We've had word from some of our raiding parties that they uh, were alerted to the location of another shard. However, I can't trust my raiding parties to go and handle such a delicate artifact. Mm. That's all right. Uh, you, you can definitely trust us and we will handle uh, the issue. Uh, what intel do you have on the location of this artifact in East? Well, it lies outside the city and cavern system of Clegg, so you're actually going to have to go on up to the surface. How? What? Where on the surface? Well, just on the surface. You're going to a homestead that one of our raiding parties found. Alright, so we go up to the surface. Is this place directly above Clegg, or is this off in a certain direction? Uh, well, what you'll do is you'll go through the... You have both gotten here of your own accord, so you know how to get out of Clegg if you needed to. Basically, go out and then uh, not too far away to the uh, south... Uh, southeast to be exact um, is a small homestead it really is just three buildings but uh, there's a small group of people that live there and we need uh, we need to make it apparent that this was not a raiding party that took this it could have been bandits or passers by or just people in the wrong place at the wrong time to catch my drift oh, oh no I, I completely understand where you're coming from Excellent. Because uh, at the end of the day, if uh, it gets back that one of our raiding parties was involved in this, 
Well, that could be bad for our uh, long-term goals. Gotcha. Leave the uniform at home. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know where in this homestead the shard is, but you're going to have to find it. You're going to have to handle it delicately. Uh, At the end of the day, if you want to kill everyone there, I fully endorse that because, you know, dead can't talk about who came and sainted. But uh, if you'd rather take an alternate approach, that's fine. Just no burning the buildings. Don't make it look like it was just a band of raging monsters trying to just destroy things for the sake of destroying things. You catch me? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. All right. Well, I'm off. I got some other missions to delegate, so uh, you guys enjoy, and I'll see you back in about a week's time. He closes the door and just walks away. Okay. Well, <clears throat> uh, just for the record, I, I have no idea how Jacques got down here. So we're uh, we're uh, I'm leaning on your expertise in terms of uh, where we truly are and how to get to where we need to go. I haven't been to the surface in weeks, so this will be a nice change of scenery. So I start packing up uh, the basic essentials for travel. Okay. I'm, uh, Define I'm, what those I'm, are for Master Nunya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Master Nanya is basically taking everything that uh, Jacques would take, which is everything in his possession, except, you know what? No, I don't trust this place. I even got my gold. <laughs> I was going to say I was going to stash my gold, but Clegg <laughs> is not exactly the most reputable place to hide stuff. Yeah, for real. It's not like there's a, a you know, a decent bank down here. I think it's just a guy with a, a small room. What about Sarex? What does Sarex bring with him? Charlene. <laughs> That's it. I'm bringing Charlene, my uh, my trusty wooden dagger, and uh, some rations. And I think I still have some of the uh, shape change potion, which I'm going to bring with him. Oh, smart. Okay. Was Charlene a pony? It was a donkey. Even better. Gotta have fun with it. I just want to make sure that, you know, we have all the correct <laughs> tokens on the map. On the map? Yeah. Uh, oh, this is this is a momentous day. Charlene's going to be a token. <laughs> At long last. Finally. My ass is on the board. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... You spend what <laughs> uh, Ray is in chat right now, and he's 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 a hoot. He says, oh, "Ah, Charlene, a- my first love." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna open the chat. Yuck! <laughs> Everybody loves a good. Uh, so you guys make it to the surface it takes uh, a good while to to make it all the way there Uh, and as you do so uh, you travel to the southeast Uh, all in all this journey takes about a day and a half two days roughly 
Uh, Jacques, I'm sorry, Master Nunya, uh, Sarix allows you the esteemed honor of riding a, uh, upon Charlene with him uh, as you journey from uh, the cavernous area into some arid mountains uh, out of the cavern system, rather, into some lightly arid mountains with some greenery and uh, shrubs, trees, all that stuff. And as you continue the rest of the journey, you found you find yourself uh, on the outskirts of a desert. And so you can kind of see behind you some of the mountain range and things like that. Uh, and as you continue southeast, uh, you see a small homestead off in the horizon. Uh, what do you do as you guys approach? Well, uh, I, I think we should enter as weary travelers looking for a place to uh, bed down for the night, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to grab some uh, sand and just start patting myself down. Like okay. I've been, been on the road for a while. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely I definitely agree. We should scope it out first. Cool. Uh, so as you approach, uh, what do you do with Charlene? I'm, I'm bringing Charlene in with us. Okay. Uh, so are you walking them with Charlene tied? Yeah. I, okay. I have her on a lead. A lead. Okay. Uh, now, as you approach, you notice two things. Um, first, the main building in your line of sight is fairly large. Uh, it looks like it might be able to house several people. Uh, easily. Um, also, there appear to be uh, two buildings behind uh, the larger building that you're walking towards. Uh, this one is very clearly uh, a single-story home, um, thatched roof. Uh, the other two are uh, smaller homes, but they have a second floor to them that appears to be some kind of... Uh, uh, planed loft type of roof. Uh, there, it looks like railings or some sort of palisade fencing uh, surrounds the top of the roof, almost like someone can probably walk up there and hang out. It might be used for lookouts or something like that is your best guess. Well, Master, do you think we should <clears throat> enter the main building or try the smaller ones behind? Uh, let's, let, let, let us uh, check out the main entryway here. Very well. Alright. We're, we're looking for an inn or uh, a room. Yeah, I think the main door is over this way. So, All looking right. at the room as you or at the building as you approach, there's a, a relatively large door uh, it appears to be creaked open, almost like it's kind of inviting. Um, you get the feeling that it wouldn't be abnormal for you to just walk in. Okay, I'll do that. Do it. If it feels natural. As you walk in, it's- you find yourself in a small hallway. Uh, you're looking left and right, there are doors on either side. And then in front of you are three more doors along the long wall. Uh, this 
feels like it might be some sort of inn or just rest stop for people. I'm gonna, as we enter, I'm gonna find uh, like a piece of a house to tie Charlene on. Okay. Charlene's tied on one of the spokes outside, which very clearly uh, exists for Traveler's Mounts. Alright, are there any arrows on the walls here indicating which way is the front desk? Uh, there's no, um... I, I totally thought you meant, like, like <laughs> I was about to say, there's no wayfinding, but yes, arrows are hanging on the wall. <laughs> no, uh, you don't see any indication as to which way would be, like, the main, uh, hangout area, office area, if you will. Well, I'll move towards a more central location on the building. Okay. Um, uh, let's try this door here. I'm just gonna be loud. Is anyone in here? Uh, as you kind of do that, and uh, Master Nunya walks up to the door, uh, you hear a voice. Yeah, we're here. Good. <laughs> we're coming. I guess this is the the door that I heard the voice from, or no? Yep, right in front of you. Uh, literally, right, as you approach the door, you hear the voice on the other side. So as you open it and walk forward into uh, a, a main kind of um, lounge area, uh, you notice uh, a man uh, just across from you, sitting across from the fireplace in what appears to be one of the dining tables, uh, he is uh, a pale Norse Saracen, um, very clearly sunburned, uh, with a long braided beard and a, a very um, short plume of hair uh, <laughs> upon his shaved head. Uh, and looking to your left at what is very clearly the main desk area is uh, a North Saracen female uh, with red hair, pale skin. Uh, her hair comes to about uh, her jawline. Uh, both appear to be to be in relatively fit physical condition, but both definitely appear to be out of their element, considering they live on the outskirts of a desert and they are very pale. So, so when we say fit physical condition, are they as full as I am? That's what I want to know. Uh, you're definitely more <laughs> swole. I'll give you that. Uh, but they seem like they could probably take you based on strength. Oh, okay. You you can beat them in a flexing competition. Mm-hmm. You have less body fat. Yeah. We'll go. We'll go about this in a really weird way. <laughs> weird flex, but okay. Uh, While you passes through, what do you need? Oh, I'll need a room for the night. Oh, it looks like the sun's done some damage on your hide. Insults is the best thing you should say to someone when you first meet them. Concerned. (laughs) I have a potion you can rub on it that'll make things bright as rain. Nah, I'm trying to build up calluses. Uh, well, forgive me for trying to make a save. Uh, if anyone wants to roll a persuasion check or a speech check or something like that, uh, yeah. you don't have to roll hard. Uh, like, roll a very high number. <laughs> but, uh, 
Yeah. It's okay. I, did, I didn't. 118. I mean, that's great. Uh, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, there's no way to build calluses on Sunburn. <laughs> His methodology is all sorts of wrong. <laughs> he wants to burn to a crystal. That's his <laughs> Ah, uh, room, uh, Alina, you, you take care of the room. Uh, she kind of looks over at you guys. Would you be sharing a room or separate rooms? Uh, do you have a room with multiple beds? Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, let's see, that one's, um, 60 gold per night. 60 gold. Oh, it's a little steep, but I think I can swing it. We are the only place with rooms uh, for travelers within many, many miles. I see. Uh, I count out 60 gold and uh, set it down on the table floor. She very hastily she hastily counts it. Like, clearly they don't got they don't get a lot of passers-by. Uh, and she puts it in her coin purse. Uh, let me show you to the room. Uh, and she kind of walks around the corner, uh, back the way you came, and into the room that has uh, two uh, humanoid-sized beds in it. Uh, here's your key. Make sure you don't cause too much trouble. And then uh, she kind of walks back to the main office area. Well, uh, test number one, I put most of my belongings here in the uh, room, and I will lock it when I leave. I keep my gold on me, as well as my uh, trusty crossbow. Okay. Sarix, are you keeping anything in the room? Uh, no. I don't trust these people. Okay. It's <laughs> a matter of fact. <laughs> I, I don't trust anyone. Yeah. Actually, I'm looking over my inventory, and essentially that there's nothing to leave behind because I have a crossbow the armor that I'm wearing and the gold on my <laughs> my pocket you know what <laughs> I, I will leave some okay I'm going to leave um, just a mug full of that shape change <laughs> it's on the counter just very inviting people. very curious uh, yeah, I don't trust people and this would be the easiest way to see a somebody's Okay. Uh, so you leave a mug wide open on the uh, on the on the uh, uh, dresser, I guess. Well, wherever, if there's a little coffee table or something, I, you know. there's a little nightstand, I guess. So I, I was a nightstand one. Oh, good for you. So, uh, you set all that up, you lock the door, you walk back out. Where do you go from here? Uh, yeah, we go ahead and leave the, uh, we leave the estate. Oh, actually, I need to ask about meals. Uh, excuse me, uh, ma'am, madam. Yes? Uh, will you guys be providing meals this evening? Oh, um, uh, meals, uh, yes, uh, well, friend, will you be cooking for our guests? Ah, yeah. Uh, sundown, I'll have a meal for you. Sounds fair, thank you. Uh, have a have a great day. Ah, you too. And uh, head out of the inn. Okay. 
Now, uh, you did notice that there were two alternate exit uh, exit doors from the main office area if you'd like to exit that direction as well. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's, uh, let's take the one southernmost. Okay. So, uh, walking out of the inn uh, through what is very clearly the uh, the main homestead entry and exit. Uh, you are now standing in the middle of the three homes. Um, across from you uh, is the main entry door into one of the uh, homes, and on your immediate left, uh, that home has a porch with two chairs set up and a young girl uh, playing on the porch with some of her toys. Uh, I'm... About how old would you? I'll make a roll if I need to. Yeah, roll a potency check. The old mental fortitude. Uh, can I add potency to that? Add that, add that potency yeah. to it? Yep. Uh, with an 80, you're able to kind of guesstimate. She's probably six to eight, that ballpark. Um, clearly young. She is a Rison, uh, girl. Um, she is old enough to speak, but not old enough to necessarily, like, make the best decisions. Mm-hmm. All right. She seems like if you take her toy, she's going to cry about it. Well, given the age of the people in our uh, group, I would say that she's got a long way to go because they don't seem to make the greatest decisions either. <laughs> Looking at you, Ray. <laughs> mm, Tita. Uh, I'm, I'm still going to approach the child. I'm going to come up and uh, very out of character, big smile on my face. Well, well, hey there, little girl. <laughs> Radically different <laughs> persona. Yeah, complete, completely 180. Yeah. Hi, mister. What you playing? Um, I'm playing with my horse. Oh, does your horse go fast? No. He's got oh, a no. broke leg. Oh, why haven't you gotten it fixed? My dad, my papa says that he'll fix it, but then he never does. I'm gonna put three gold on the ground for the child. Well, maybe this can help fix your horse. I don't think so. This horse is made of wood. (laughs) Well, (laughs) can, can I try and fix your horse for you? Sure. She, like, just raises the <laughs> horse figurine up to you. Without how, how, standing how, up, it's important to notate yeah. she's still sitting on the ground. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna walk over and grab the horse and inspect it. Okay. Um, uh, it appears that one of the legs has a, uh, a fracture up and down one side, but still... Uh, uh, on one of the legs, uh, but it's still connected where the hoof would be. So it's like a, a part of the, the femur, if you will, is just splintered out from the rest of the leg. Let's see. Um, 
I have some rope on me. Okay. And some fishing net. I'm going to make like a little splint. Okay. Uh, Go ahead and roll a <laughs> machining check, let's call it. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, you navigate the repairs, the mending for this small horse and with the 28. Uh, it looks like crab, but technically it works. Yeah, then, I mean, she's she's young. Hopefully this will work. That's perfect. Thank you, mister. You're welcome. Where are your parents? Well, um, Papa's inside. Uh, Mommy is, uh, in the ground over there. I'm gonna turn and look where she's going. There's a gravestone in the sand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if if only we were all so lucky. Uh, What? (laughs) Oh, nothing. I'm you are so go, straight. <laughs> like, the little you. girl says that her mom's dead over there. You just start laughing. <laughs> you only. <laughs> you, you, Uncontrollably hey, laughing. <laughs> compared to seeing a kid as a weapon, I'll take that every day. <laughs> probably not wrong. Uh, so, what do yeah, you do I'm, now? I'm, I'm going to head. Uh, towards the inside where she said her father was. Okay, so uh, she very easily just ignores you as you walk in. Uh, Master Nunya, are you also following? Uh, I will guard the outside area. I let him. I'll see where he's going to go with this. Okay, uh, <laughs> you kind of stand next to the girl watching him her uh, play with the, the newly mended horse. But also I'll keeping within earshot so you can hear what it's ha- what's happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Sarix, as you enter the room, uh, the, the home, uh, you leave the door cracked open, or, or just propped open, really. Uh, and upon entering, you see uh, a table with kind of uh, some uh, written notes and things like that. Clearly, this is some kind of uh, business dealings, whether it be uh, sale reports, things like that. Uh, On the main table uh, where there are some chairs and uh, a small couch set up, uh, there's a very large kind of cowhide rug on the ground. uh, And her father uh, is sitting reading something by the fireplace. The fireplace is currently just lightly smoldering. Uh, Odd considering it's so hot outside, but I guess he likes the ambience. Um, And as you kind of enter and approach, he says... Now, now, Tessica, I told you I would fix the horse in due time. Oh, it's all right. I've taken care of the horse somewhat. (laughs) He, like, is startled beyond belief. He leaps (laughs) up out of the chair. You're not Tessica. What what are you doing in my home? I'm... I'm Sarek's ne'er-duel. I just got to town recently, and I'm just saying hello and seeing who all's here. That is quite odd, sir. You didn't even knock. (laughs) Coming to the man with the smoldering fire in this heat? I like the ambience. (laughs) That's never a good reason. I like watching it burn. Fine. 
There we go. That I can get behind. I'm right there with you on that. What? What? Why are you here? You're just passing through. Just passing through. I, I heard reports of bandits in the area, and I wanted to see if anybody knew of any. Well, we haven't been seen by any of the roaming band of monsters uh, plaguing this uh, this countryside. But uh, it is in no small part thanks uh, to our innkeepers. They are quite the formidable warriors. So they drive the bandits away. Honestly, I, since I've since they've been living here, we haven't had bandits to speak of. Most of them just leave this place be. Then, if you don't mind, what happened to your wife? Oh, he has a longing look in his face as he stares out to where the gla- the grave clearly is, uh, even though he's looking through, like kind of past the walls. It's a sad story. She was quite ill. I tried my best to get her help. I went to one of the Mivra Academies nearby and, well, we didn't go soon enough, really. They said when we got there that they could have helped had it been weeks, maybe even days sooner, but they told me that despite their best efforts, they wouldn't be able to heal her. That they'd have to wait for a more gifted sage. Sadly, she didn't have that time. So, she said she wanted to come back here and see the home that she'd known and come to love. And that she wanted to spend it with me and Tessica in her final days. So... We did that. I'm sorry to hear that. That's nothing anyone wants to. It was quite tough. <clears throat> but uh, Tessica and I have pressed on and we've done what needs to be done to maintain this home that she so loved. What about these papers on the table? They look like sales figures. Uh, you have quite the keen eye. Uh, yes, uh, I, I run a small business. I, uh, I resell uh, artifacts that might be found in some of the desert ruins nearby. Do you have any of these artifacts on hand? I would love to inspect them. I am a bit of a mercantile person myself. Mm, um... Yes, let me, uh, let me go grab some of my, uh, wares. So he kind of leaves for a second and goes into one of the well, other rooms. While he's leaving, I want to look at a sales floor. How bad are we talking? He okay. can't be making good money out here. Roll, uh, just roll a, <laughs> roll a general check. Yeah. Uh, 63, you're able to... Uh, 
pretty much like look at the bottom lines on things. Uh, you look over three quick documents. Uh, one is from the previous month, one is from this month, and one is projected sales figures. Uh, the one from the previous month uh, says that he made about 6,000 gold last month. Uh, this month, uh, it appears that he is currently uh, at 8,000 gold uh, just in revenue without any other... Uh, uh, any profit or you know all that stuff uh and then uh projected sales figures say that next month he should be seeing close to 10,000 gold just in revenue okay much better than I was so uh after you have a minute to peruse those he kind of walks back and he's got three items in his hand uh the first one um you know what? We're gonna do random, random item roll, random magic items. Here we go. Uh, it's a uh, a small box, and in the box is um, ten Dargoth throwing axes of plus one fire damage. Uh, he kind of sets it on the desk and opens the the lid to it. Uh, one of the uh, Archaeologists actually just found this not too long ago in one of the nearby uh, dig sites. Uh, not necessarily the best, but, you know, for someone such as yourself, it could be an easy resale. He pulls out uh, a potion. This potion is quite old. Uh, it, uh, looking at some of the markings and notes that came with it, uh, it is a very potent healing potion. And this one right here, he holds out a diamond ring. This is rumored to have a very small chance to protect someone from any magic that may befall them. He kind of sets it on the table. So, are you interested in negotiating for any of these items? What I'm really interested in is having someone help supply my shops with these kinds of hmm <laughs> I just read Dion's comment in chat <laughs> uh, for, for everyone listening to the podcast uh, when I read Potion of Healing 200 Dion said, <laughs> he said, don't believe the hype. If it was potent, his wife would be alive. <laughs> like I'm he's been holding on obvious. to this. <laughs> she's she's rotting away in a bed. He's like, I gotta make money on this. I can't just give it to her. She doesn't have enough to buy it. That's the sad part. If only insurance would cover it. <laughs> hey, Link Chef, it's great to see you. Oh, man. Um, so uh, he kind of looks over at you. Ah, so you too have some shops, eh? I have a few that I assist running. Well, for a small investment, 
I could potentially provide you with some additional magical wares from my sources. My business is doing quite well. We've been on the incline as far as sales figures. Uh, how much product are you intending to need? I would start with what you can spare. Hmm. Begin with. Let's call it about 3,000 gold per month in uh, artifact sales. I'm gonna go. Um, how about. Well, you see. 1,500, I- and I'm gonna go for. Uh, okay. Speechcraft. Uh, chat, let's get a roll. Exclamation point D100, please. 108. Good roll. Thanks. So, uh, just for intent, are you intending to invest in this business? Or are you intending to just supply your business with wares? I'd l- Optimally, I'd like to invest in this business, have this business bring wares to Clegg so we can turn around and sell magic items for more money than what they're peddling at. Okay, so with an roll of 82 from chat, uh, chat, thanks, Link, uh, Link Shelf. Link Chef, good lord. Uh, Link Chef. <laughs> less, and then uh, I just said less instead of yes. Uh, and then 108 from Serex, uh, you're able to negotiate it. He says, uh, 15, uh, deal. If you have guaranteed business, wherever your business is, I will make sure that they are supplied. Where are your businesses? My businesses are in Clegg. Where's that? I'll send people to you to pick up the ware. Okay, who can I expect? Will it be you? I'll come on the first first few runs and introduce you to a few of my associates. I can get behind that. 1500 is it is. He holds out his hand uh, to shake yours. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. Okay. Shaking it, shaking it. All right, you've now invested that business. Awesome. You have taken your next step towards being a mogul. I will be Scrooge! <laughs> um, <laughs> um, with that, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be there. Enjoy the rest of your day, and uh, I kind of fixed your daughter's horse's leg, but you might want to do a better job than I did. I appreciate that, Serex. Uh, m- my name's Norhand, by the way. A pleasure to do business with you. I look a, forward to a, a profitable relationship. A pleasure, Norhand. Hopefully our coffers will overflow. Agreed. And so Serex exits the home. Jacques, or I'm sorry, uh, Master Nunya, what have you been doing this whole time? Uh, I've been listening to uh, the tale that's happening in there and giving the girl some some attention if she required it in terms of uh, keeping her peace. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not, not very good with kids, are you, Master? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I'm not good with kids. Why do you think I'm not good with kids? You just seem a little out of your element. No. Nah. 
<laughs> just nah. <laughs> so where do you guys go now? So did he have the item we were looking for? I didn't see the item we were looking for. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, continue scouting out this small town and uh, see what we can find. Now, actually, look at the young lady and ask her. You wouldn't happen to have seen a uh, uh, something that looks vaguely like a shard or a fragment. Uh, it's real pretty, really bright colored uh, in terms of reflecting light. It looks fancy. Seen anything like that? <clears throat> what's a shard? What's a what's a fragment? Have you seen anything that looks really fancy? Fancy? Like a broken piece of glass. Piece of glass? Um. Hmm. You know, Celica, she had, she has this uh, thing. It's shiny, sharp. Oh, like that. that? Yeah, like that. Yeah, where where might we find uh, this Celica? Yep, Celica is over there. And she points across uh, to the home that you haven't been in yet of the three. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's where we're at. Thank you. Thank you kindly. Enjoy your uh, horse. Thank you. Thanks for fixing it. Hey, hey, Master, Ten Gold says that it's a sword or sword that she has that's reflective and sharp. Uh, I'll take that bet. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, as you guys approach the home, uh, what do you do? You are welcome to take the lead on this one, my friend. I'm guessing you guys can't hear me actually knocking. Oh, no. Not pick it up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we just saw you stare loud. intently yeah, at the I was, screen. <laughs> I was like, man, we're really uh, missing something here, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> you're I was all... actually physically knocking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as you knock, uh, a very, very old lady comes to the door and creaks the door open. What do you want? Well, I, I hate to bother you, lady. Uh, Who are we're, you? Uh, we, we're new in town. Uh, What's your my name? My name is Scooby. Scooby? Uh, yes, ma'am. That's a weird name. I know. I get that a lot. <laughs> uh, We were told that... Um, you know, we were just sort of looking around and just trying to get acquainted with the, the guests in town, the, the people that live here in town. We were thinking about potentially moving here. You're not moving in here. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't happen to. Uh, no Scoobies can be in here. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I take it that you're not you're not looking to sell your your home. No, I've lived here for uh, 60 to 80 years. Oh, wow. That's that's impressive. That's yeah. quite impressive. Uh, are you married? Not anymore. Well, technically, my husband is long dead. 
Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. He died protecting this this small homestead. <sighs> oh, that is a that is that that is amazing. Uh, you wouldn't happen to have seen a sharp pointy thing. Uh, I don't I don't know like a, a shard or uh, something of that that nature. You wouldn't happen to have found or seen something of that nature, would you? No, I haven't seen anything like that. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you for your time. Mm-hmm. Bye, Scooby. That's a weird name. And, and I, uh, I, I sort of tried to look her up and down to see if she had anything like that on her. Just uh, eyeball it. Roll a... Just roll a general check. Uh, so as you eye her up and down, uh, you don't notice anything overtly shiny or sharp about anything she's got on her person. Oh, uh, one other question. Are there anybody that lives in this homestead that's not in these three buildings? Is there like a, a tent encampment or uh, anything like that? Or is it just literally the inn and these two homes? Well, uh, I mean, it's, it's only these three buildings, but I guess if you count the ghost of that uh, that lady who died over there, she usually hangs out by the grave right there. Uh, you said, <laughs> uh, ghost? Well, yeah. Oh, huh. and you see this ghost regularly. Oh, all the time, especially after I've been having some of my wine. Oh, I see. And is that homemade wine? Oh, of course. Why would I? Do? Does it look like we have a vineyard nearby? Well, I mean, uh, your neighbor here is a, uh, a salesman, so I, I don't know a everything what? that he deals in. We have a salesman here in town, and I thought for sure that it was just going to be the uh, that 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 fine. Uh, no, Samson fellow, the Velfer, Velfer, the innkeeper. Uh, yeah, you have the innkeeper and you also have, uh, do you know about the little girl that lives next door? There's a little girl that lives next door? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, I know her. <laughs> All right, her dad sells things. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know that. I wondered how he had been affording such nice things. Yeah, he's a salesman. He, he deals in uh, rare antiquities, apparently. The more you know, I, you know, you live next to someone for 20, 30 years and you just don't even know, huh? Uh, what kind of wine are you making there? Would we be able to sample some? Maybe I'd like to uh, buy some from you. Oh, sure. Come on in. Come on. Uh, she kind of opens the door uh, and she leads you towards her uh, kitchen. Uh, as you pass by, you notice a small library, kind of center of the home. Um, and there's a young lady reading uh, on one of the benches, in, or uh, on the chair in there. So she walks into the kitchen, uh, inviting you to follow her. And as uh, you do so, she says, please, please take a seat. Take a seat at the table. Uh, so as you take a seat, uh, she goes over to one of the cabinets, opens uh, the cabinet, grabs a bottle of wine out, and then brings it back to the table. Now I've 
haven't been perfecting this recipe for some time. So just, uh, you know, maybe mentally prepare for the enjoyment you're about to be having, okay? Oh, absolutely. Would you be able to tell us uh, how you refine your, your spirit? I would love to do exactly that. And so she puts some glasses on the table and she pours you both some very steep pours. Um, and uh, she does so. Now, you guys start sipping while I start talking. So, uh, do you sip? I I do the swirl test, you know, mm-hmm. looking at it in the light and then I, I sniff the it wine. Smells it smells amazing. It smells like wine. Yes, it's definitely wine. <laughs> All right, I try to check to see if there's anything magical about this before I decide to take a sip from it. Roll a potency check. <laughs> there's nothing magical about this in the slightest. All right, I'll uh, I'll take a sip. Okay. You take a sip. Uh, <clears throat> Sarix, do you take a sip? Uh... Before I do, you might do want you to wait a, to see what happens do, to me first. Do you have a glass for yourself? You've been so kind to share yours with us. I've got to share some of mine with you as well. Oh, sure, sure. She uh, puts a glass on the table. I'm going to pour uh, her a glass of that shape, Jane. Didn't you leave it in the Oh, in oh room? don't worry. I, I had six of them. <laughs> I love it. Okay. <laughs> The one <laughs> bottle as a test. <laughs> I, that's, okay. that's, why, that's why I just poured a mug of it. An ultimate ruse. You pulled a fast one on me. Uh, Got him. Oh, Tofu, no, you absolutely did not lose a chance to potency flux the drink, my good friend. Uh, on <laughs> Dion or on Serex? Because it sounds like Serex is going to drink too, right? Uh, I, I was gonna wait a turn and see if anything happened, but okay. if, if he if he rolls it, I'll I'll dive in. Let's go. All right. Uh, so uh, she looks at the beverage potency tab on Serex. <laughs> this is it right here. Potency tab from Tofu Chipmunk. You got the uh, the Tofu Baby Yoda uh, tab <laughs> has officially been pulled. Free potency flux from nice. tofu. Uh, I haven't had a chance to potency flux on Alan yet. Dion's been a victim for so long. Very true. Very true. All right. So here is what happens. Um, Dion, uh, Master Nunya takes a sip, and as she. Uh, begins talking, she says, uh, this is a long-standing family recipe. What we do is we take very, very expensive grapes that we have imported from very far off, uh, and then we bury them in the sand for about a year and let them all petrify. And then once they're petrified, we kind of reconstitute them with a combination of water and some, uh, some very simple magic. And then we ferment them, uh, uh, in the sunlight. And after they've been fermented, we kind of add some water to it to dilute it. But the real trick is that after all that's said and done, I spit in it. And as she says that, you immediately uh, are instantaneously intoxicated. 
It has been uh, one very small sip. Uh, if you're looking on the camera, it's probably, you probably sipped about this much. It's one of my water droppers from my miniature painting. Um, and, uh, <laughs> like, well, it's going to be great because right about the time. So, wait, has the P- Ponty Flux hit? Ponty Flux is on Cerex. So, you sip first and you're just like instantaneously intoxicated. It's like, uh, I don't know if anyone listening or watching has experienced that feeling before, but imagine instead of it being slow over the course of, you know, a little while, it's like you go from completely conscious to that state. It's kind of it's kind of incredible. Uh, You also know this, that as she's been talking, she's been taking small sips from her flask periodically, (laughs) which implies that she is in a constant state of this. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> Link, Chef, Link Chef says you just suddenly stand up and wow <laughs> I have definitely been there Link Chef I have definitely been there before and so uh, as you kind of have that happen Sarix uh, you pour this older lady a drink uh, and she says I'm so excited to taste this beverage but here let's let's honor those that have passed and so she holds her drink out that you've poured for her um, uh, to kind of cheers with one another. To, to the ghosts! To the ghosts! And so, clink! Uh, and as uh, you both take a sip simultaneously, uh, this older lady uh, uh, turns in to a fountain. Wait, what? She ceases to be a humanoid. <laughs> she is now a, a stone fountain of Wait, like a lion. Flux? No, that no, is the shape the, change the potion that he poured her. <laughs> So not only now, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so she is a fountain, and uh, Master Nunya, you just accept this because you were intoxicated. <laughs> now, Cerex, uh, we're gonna get a good potency flux on this. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've never. <laughs> <laughs> so. so <laughs> <laughs> so, Nunya, as you're watching this, they both clink together their glasses and they both take a sip. And both of them, she turns into a fountain. As she turns down into a fountain's uh, fountain, Cerex blinks out of existence, ceasing to be. He is clearly invisible somehow. <laughs> you don't know what has happened, but you're just enjoying it. And I become de-swole at the exact same moment <laughs> that, he, that he blinks out of existence. So there, there's a change for all three of us, Oh, apparently. my goodness. Uh, so now Master Nunya has become Jacques once more. Uh, now, Jacques, uh, I don't know how this works, Dion. Is he technically a different a individual? He is technically a different individual. And he, uh, they, they, share, they share the same numbers. Uh, in terms of their uh, health pool potency and stuff like that. They have the same numbers because they're the same physical form. So if one's hurt, the other's hurt. Okay. But um, I did make my roll. So 
Jacques remembers everything that happened while Master Nanya was in control. Okay. <clears throat> to me, you make the call, but to me, that sounds like he might still be experiencing the intoxication oh, from Master yeah, Nanya. Yeah, no. 100%. If one was poison and I switched, I would still be poison. Oh, okay, yes. gotcha. Uh, so yeah, Jacques is pulled into this current state of existence and is just, <laughs> why is there a fountain lady? Uh, why am I feeling this way? Why am I alone with a fountain lady? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jacques, but he also knows that Sarek's blinked out of existence. I mean, he, he remembers everything. Yeah, as he, if he, he was, was there, yeah. now he's not. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, uh... You know, Sir, I gotta, I gotta tap, I gotta tap to see what happens here. I, I reach over and I lightly tap her to see if she really is stone or if it's an illusion. Uh, she is completely made of stone. Okay. Well, um, big murder just happened. <laughs> Tofu says when someone gets naked while drunk, and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, is she like a stone version of herself? Basically, or is she like a fountain? Like, doesn't even look human anymore. Like one of those just random, completely not humanoid at all. She is basically like a circular fountain you would see in like a gazebo area, like almost <laughs> large enough to not even fit the space you're in. I don't even know how to accept this. Oh, I, I will take a look and uh, I will start searching about this room to see if I could find a find the shard that uh, Master Nanya was looking for. Okay. Uh, looking around, go ahead and just roll a general check. Um, looking around, you're, you start pulling out drawers and opening cabinets, looking in different areas. You don't see anything in this room at all with a roll of 20. And how's my walking around and that sort of thing doing? Am I knocking stuff over? And oh yeah, you're basically yeah. like floundering trying to do basic motor functions. Uh, Tofu says a large gazebo fountain, but a statue of her at the top where the water comes out in a graceful arc. I I condone that. Yes, that's like what she that. looks like. Um. Uh, so yeah, you've like knocked pots and pans on the floor. There's a bag of flax seed that's just strewn about now. Uh, all sorts of just absolute chaos you're causing. Chaos. Now, Serex, this is your first time being invisible. You've never yeah. experienced this before. Does he know he's invisible? I'm... I'm assuming I look down and can't see my yeah. appendages, considering I was holding the glass as a... Uh, um... <clears throat> So I'm assuming I'm just drunk as a skunk as well. Oh, absolutely. You're also invisible, <laughs> Th so. Thanks, Tofu. You're giving me the best retort to to my to the ghost <laughs> cheer. So I'm at the top of my lungs with my speech craft. Oh no. I'm just gonna go, your drink has killed me! <laughs> I'm a ghost now too! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the statue just 
doesn't have any expression. What are you rolling for? <laughs> I told you with my speechcraft. Oh, okay. uh, so, uh, Jacques, go ahead and roll speechcraft. <laughs> the statue uh, is unfazed by your speech. <laughs> I think that was the lowest roll I've gotten so far. Thus far, yeah. Tonight, anyway. Uh, 59 versus uh, Serix is 49. Jacques is not intimidated or worried yeah. or you just heard him nope. being crazy. <laughs> but, um, so invisibility. Talk talk to me first. Well, now I know he's there because I didn't yeah. even know he was there. Yeah. But how, how, is, how is invisibility, like, does it work typically for you, this like yeah. normal invisibility? Uh, basically, uh, the only... Like, you can't be seen, um, so you get bonuses to sneak checks, uh, sneak attacks, that type, that type of stuff. Okay. Um, so after that, I'm... Being drunk, what kind of negatives am I also going to get on for stealth checks? <laughs> I'm drunk uh, and invisible. I'm assuming there's some kind of... Yeah, I'm going to say it negates the bonus that you get from being <laughs> invisible. So, you're okay, just, cool. whatever your base that's, is. That's kind of what I assumed you were going to say. So, as you scream that you're dead, <laughs> and it goes, <laughs> uh, a young woman comes running in. This is the woman that was reading oh, earlier. No. And as she comes running in full force, she screams, What's going on? Um, Serix, I need you to make a stamina check. Because she is running <laughs> into the square you are inhabiting right now. Oh, even better. Um, 59. Yeah, well, uh, Does this come out of penalty now that he's drunk? No. Here's well, my roll. Okay. Uh, dang, 129. Good lord. Uh, so she runs in Nimble into the space guy. you're standing in. You're able to just like, you know, drunken master style step back. <laughs> nice. If someone could see you, it wouldn't look graceful, but no. it works. Graceful is not my middle name. What's going on in here? She looks at the fountain. When did we get a fountain? <laughs> and she looks over at you, Shock. Where's my mother? Oh, I, I'm not entirely sure, madam. Uh, but I think she went out back, maybe? This is uh, ridiculous. Sh she uh, pounds the book she's holding on the table. You need to get out. Uh, but we we are we're guests. She invited us in. She's offered us this excellent wine. Roll a general check. Uh, as you're kind of negotiating with her, she starts just screaming back at you with a natural 69. Uh, nice. You notice that the bookmark on the book that she just pounded onto the desk is a small reflective glass shard. That's quite interesting. What what, what are you reading, my lady? Uh, uh, get out! It doesn't matter what I'm reading. I uh, I uh, 
you look at the book and it says the legend of Arachiel, right, written in uh, typical Athelian. I, I believe a friend of mine has read that book before. What does uh, it matter? Get out of my house! Wait, is it your house or is it your mother's house? Well, our house. We've lived here all my life. But she invited me. I'm her guest. Where is she then? She went out back. Well, to clear this up, why don't you just go out back and talk to your <laughs> mother? As she is kind of like standoffish with you, uh, the potion wears off on the mother. And she becomes not a statue anymore, but again herself. And she kind of, as she shape, shape changes back into her her uh, humanoid form, she oh, just kind of falls permanent. to the ground, unconscious. You wait, what? You turned her into a statue? I I did no such thing. I I had a sip of the wine. I passed out briefly, and I looked up, and there was this gift. I assumed she went out back. Oh, she gave you some of her wine, didn't she? She she did. I've got to tell you, this family uh, recipe is terrible. Doesn't even taste good. It just gets you drunk immediately. Uh. I understand what is happening. I've watched her do it with many people that walk through. I understand. I, I'm I, sorry. I, I was very aggressive. I was worried something was happening. Well, something I, did happen. She just changed from a statue. Yes, but <laughs> she's probably just been experimenting with the recipe. I shall not drink another sip. It's probably for the best. Uh, she's been the only one to actually survive. Many of the people who typically drink it uh, after maybe, gosh, three, four glasses, uh, they just outright die. Uh, I am going to uh, bend down and, and press my fingers against her neck to make sure she is, in fact, alive. She's breathing, but in the most herky-jerky breathing pattern you've ever <clears throat> seen. Uh, may, I think I should get her to her bed, and I've been down to pick the frail woman up. Uh, okay. which, which way? Uh, follow me. Uh, she takes you kind of like around the corner to the second floor. When she floor. turns around to walk out, I reach over and try to grab the bookmark from the book that's sitting on the table and pocket it. Roll sneak check. Chat, let's roll a sneak check for you too. Chat, roll. What are you going to do, Serix? I was uh, another 69. But that one's gonna... a dirty 69. <laughs> Link! Link and chat rolled a natural one. Link! Yes. You're Thank able you, to very friend. quickly. You pickpocket the whole book. Somehow you have an unconscious older woman in your arms and you just like you you drag your coat pocket on the table and it goes right into your pocket. Nice. Nice. <laughs> That's, that, uh, I escort. I, I follow behind with the uh, old lady. OK. What are you I'm, doing, Serix? I'm <laughs> I was going to do that once you all left the room, but I guess not anymore. I'm gonna just head out front. I'm 
assuming I'm still invisible. Yep. And I'm just going to start pouring sand over myself. Give myself like <laughs> an outline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Considering I don't know what the heck just happened. Uh, yeah. Uh, just- <laughs> so, Jacques, as you lay the older woman down in her bed, uh, Celica thanks you and uh, says, uh, I appreciate you doing all this. Now, she must rest. Uh, maybe you should go back to the inn if you are staying there or continue your journey. Uh, thank you very much. I, I, I will. Thank you. Uh, so you walk outside and see the outline of Cerex outlined with <laughs> sand. <laughs> uh, I think we, we're we free to leave this town. Uh, yeah, that's what we came for. Yeah, let's get out of here. I don't want to be around when she goes looking for a book. Actually, you know what? Let's, uh, yeah, let's go. Before loudly humming, I'm 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 gonna pop my head into the inn. Okay. Um, are they are they anything new? And no new development? Not. Oh, you can just let them know we're not gonna be here for the night. They can keep the goal. We're getting no, out. I wasn't even gonna tell them that. I wanted to see if one of them snuck in the room and take and take, taking the sip. Uh, not at all. Okay. Then yeah, then I'm I'm with <laughs> I'm with Jack. Jack, let's let's get out of here. We got what we need. All right, so you continue your journey back to Clegg, and after uh, another couple of days, you find yourself back at home. Uh, it's nice to be back. Charlene is stabled right outside, uh, and after a little uh, another day or two, uh, Lieutenant Orbo comes back. You hear his telltale knock on the door. As you open it, he walks in. Well, well, well. How'd it go, Jock and Serex? Or Master Nunya? Whatever your name is. I'm I'm shocked. Don't I look different? He's he's muscular. I'm me. You look the same. (laughs) You both look like the same darn person. Just one of you has, I guess... Slightly more muscle. I wouldn't say slightly, but sure. I, I'll take that as a compliment. Well, did you do it? Did you find the the shard? This? Did we find this? That's it. it. That's good to know. Good to see you there, fellas. All right. Well, as I promised, two thousand each. He hands you both a very large sack of gold. Ka-ching, ka-ching. Hand it over. I hand it over. He folds uh, a cloth over it uh, and uh, kind of stashes it in in one of his uh, uh, coat pockets. Well, uh, I have to tell you guys, Lord Rodna is going to love that you were able to come up with this. He has been bending over backwards trying to get these things uh, I don't know, quite know why, but I'm hoping, you know, we can complete this and he can kind of explain what he's trying to do here. But I just want to let y'all know that I really appreciate you. Your attention, detail, your knack for getting a mission done. And 
if uh, you don't mind me asking, how'd you end up doing it? Were there casualties? Did you have to kill them? <clears throat> we no. didn't. We didn't kill anyone. In fact, we made. Uh, <laughs> we solicited business to the town. I would love if you could help keep our raiding parties away from. Ah, you. Are you saying you have a supplier for, uh... I have a supplier for magical odds in it. Well, that's just good news if I've ever heard it. Yeah, uh, I'll make sure that uh, the entire guard regime knows that that homestead is off-limits. Perfect, thank you. No, 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 thank you. I mean, not only are you doing Lord Rana's task, but you're also bolstering the economy of Clegg? Who are you people? Ah, <laughs> uh, I kid. But anywho, thank you all for doing a job well done. And I can guarantee I'll be back with some more uh, requests from Lord Rana, seeing as how well you guys executed this mission. Nice. Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> So, uh, with that, he kind of exits once more. Uh, you notice that Ray and Stella are nowhere to be found as of this current moment. Um, what do you guys do with the rest of your day? Uh, well, you know, Jacques does not waste his time doing exercises and reading pointless books. So, he's going to go uh, practice his swordsmanship and work on his uh, acting. There you go. What about you, Serix? I'm going to go get with my merchants and let them know about our new supplier. Uh, and then I'm going to find the most non, non-creature non looking entity <laughs> I can and employ them to be my in-between. Oh, and I also mentioned to Serix that, you know, when they get all these shards, we're probably going to have to kill them, right? Just means more money for us. I'm just saying. I, 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 it, it cannot end well <laughs> collecting these little things. Well, we'll just have to be prepared when the time comes. <laughs> well, uh, with that, we want to say thank you for watching. Thank you for participating. Thank you for sharing. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you share it with someone you know today. Uh, if you're thinking, man, how can I engage more? Come watch us live at twitch.tv slash tabletoptavern20 on Twitch. Uh, every Tuesday night, you can uh, enjoy some shenanigans here. It was great to see everyone in chat. Link Chef, it's been a, way too long. Michaela, wow, way too long. Love you guys. Tofu, always a pleasure. Thank you for uh, redeeming your esteemed potency flux. Uh, we are excited for the next episode. We'll, we will have uh, both Ray and Amy back. So we'll see you guys next week. Thank you again. Have a great weekend. Bye! If you're interested in delving deeper into the history of Aerith please visit ShatteredDawn.com and purchase one of our books in our shop, either in hardcover or PDF format. This show is impossible to do without support from our viewers and our listeners. If you're interested in supporting us, please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash shattered dungeons. There you can find more content delving deeper into gameplay mechanics, character creation, and interviews with our staff, our cast members, and the creators. 
Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch under Shattered Tabletop Games. There, we'll post more information and more links to more content as it comes out. We appreciate you listening and can't wait to share our next episode with you.